All right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, and welcome back to another episode of Rare Flood Radio. On today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in the market. As always, we're going to be talking about the Clanosaurus airdrop. We're going to be talking about Clanosaurus in general and how insanely bullish I am now. I don't know what changed, but um, we'll talk about that today. Uh, full disclaimer, I did buy one today. I now have two. I am looking to buy more. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the Lily legendaries that are coming. We did get our first one. Looks pretty clean. I like it. I think I'm very excited to see what's in store for us. Um, just love the Lily art. It looks very good. And I think after we get the legendaries, we'll start seeing, um, you know, what's really going to unfold for Lily, for Lotus Gang, everything like that. Uh, we will also be talking about mint flops. We had two recently, uh, Toys R Us and DJ News. We will, of course, be talking about those as well. And joining me, as always, for the show is Dorian. Dorian, how you doing today, my man? Yo, what's going on, everybody? Happy to be here. Every day's holiday. It's a lot of, we're in the middle of a bear market, but, you know, things are still moving. So excited to talk about them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there is still plenty to be talking about. And, mm -hmm. you know, as uh, little as we have to talk about these days with just how, um, bear market vibes we got. Mm -hmm. uh, we still have plenty to talk about. It's It's been nice being able to focus more on quality projects versus yeah. like trying yeah. to sift through the absolute dog water that was in the market back in the day. So uh, joining us to talk about these projects is, of course, Joe Soul back on holiday. How you doing, Joe? We're doing well over on my side, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be back for sure. Very Happy yeah, to have you back, dog. Bro, we missed you. Mm-hmm. Miss you guys, Bison man. was struggling just hosting the show with me, man. That's hard times. <laughs> you guys are killing it, man. You guys, all these clips coming out and shorts, and you guys have been killing it, man. I've been watching. Yeah, that's all door, bro. That's and door takes the the video. I do all the podcast stuff. I uploaded uh, the episode, and and door door's been crushing the the edits on the the shorts and whatnot. So, um, you, it's been great. Thanks, man. As much as I would love to take credit, uh, I found a pretty clutch editor, so she handles the edits, um, right. <laughs> and I just upload in titles, so she's doing most of the legwork. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, hey, teamwork makes the dream work, but um, no, uh, for those that are just joining us, it is nice to see you. If you are newly subscribed to the channel, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to watch or listen to us. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And then we do stream every Tuesday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with the episode being uploaded shortly after. Um, let's get into the market, guys. Uh, still pumping right along at about 180K souls. So um, about net flat for the last time we talked. I mean, we've been getting some spikes every now and then. Um, volume seems to be holding pretty well. And, you know, I'm curious to see with a lot of these new mints, we're starting to get enforceable royalties again. So it's going to be more of a a solid metric now i think you know these bigger more established older collections gonna be hard to retroactively enforce royalties so we're gonna be seeing it a lot more on these newer collections but it'll be nice to know that when we see volume numbers it's actually a little bit more accurate so um 180k nothing out of the normal there but exchange art i want to talk about exchange art real quick because i'm looking at tiexo dot com for those that don't look at it this is where we get most of our metric numbers from these days and they have had 2.5k soul today and 22.8k soul 
over the past seven days. Now, if you guys are new to the show, we usually use about 10K sold between them and form function as our barometer of how healthy the one-on-one space is. This is something we've been talking about. The one-on-one space seems to be consolidating and is getting massive sales uh, in terms of soul between some of these bigger artists. So this is something I've been really trying to emphasize lately, and it's kind of playing out. The numbers don't lie, and we're starting to see some really good sales. Um, let's kick it over to you first, Dorian, and then Joe. How are you feeling about the market? Where are we at here? Yeah, I just wanted to hit on your point about, before we start talking about the market, more about the one-of-one space. Uh, I think it's, once again, kind of similar to what we're seeing on the generative side about these rotation into higher-tier projects. Uh, with Soul, and we can even say ETH being down so bad, it's just like picking up these fine art pieces and these top-tier projects is kind of a no-brainer, man. It's like those are the two things that can hold its value in a bear market more than any of these other newer projects. There's too much opportunity cost picking them up. There's too much other risk involved picking them up. However, it's like these blue chips and these one-of-one artists, you know they're going to continue building. So it's better to spend a larger portion of your liquidity to pick up one or two pieces instead of trying to quit, in my opinion, trying to quickly flip soul uh, in the market like this. Yeah, that's a take. I I, I can somewhat agree with that. Um, I want to get Joe's take too as well. Joe, how are you feeling about the market? Where have you been at? I know you've had a little time off. Have you been active in the market what have you been doing oh yeah so i've been uh i've been trading pretty heavily um still you know daily in and out when i can and when i was away i didn't as much um i was playing more just like intraday scalping on, on crypto wise just because the volatility was there i knew cpi was coming so people was trying to bake in some things and then um but yeah macro wise i was just checking out the weekly on btc and eth and they're not looking t- like they're looking pretty bullish on the weekly they're 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 gaining strength. RSI's, you know, coming back in. The momentum's clicking back up. Soul, on the other hand, you know, we're kind of battling there in the sandbox. Um, I do think there's a deviation if we get above 16 that that we could have a real rally. But until then, we're kind of in the sandbox. Solana NFTs for me right now have been kind of a way to hedge just because it seems like that. Um, I, we might still have, you know, some deviation down here, but as a hive mind, it seemed everybody was coming together and going, you know what? These are my, these are our top 50 projects. We're going to cycle our money into these. We're happy with cycling our money in and out of these. And we kind of see those those top 50 projects come to the top here. Now, this might be a good time to offload into Seoul, maybe stable over. And then because, you know, you're starting to see people post pictures of their Magic Eden accounts and their soul balances. And whenever I'm starting to see that, I'm like, all right, Euphoria might be in for this little phase. But for all in all, I'm happy. I see builders building through it all. It's easy to kind of use your your sand Sith to find the good ones right now. So I'm not mad at this time, truly. Yeah, I I 100% agree. I, I think your points actually kind of tie into well, you know where I was going with Dorian thought because I actually I agree with Dorian right now. Mm-hmm. You know these blue chips, these higher price things, especially in these market conditions, feel like I mean the way safer play. Like I know I'm gonna at least get. Um, on some of these plays, like a, a 20% return. And, you know, that's that's about as good as you can get. That's You're beating out most stock markets' annual returns um, in, in just like a, a couple of weeks on some of these plays. And you just have to look for the undervalued one. I think the only thing that makes me worry about going too deep into blue chips right now is that if we do rip up in soul terms, um, will they continue to hold their soul value if we rip up, you know, 2x, 3x in, in soul price? And you know, yeah. are people going to look to escape NFTs 
to get soul exposure, like direct soul exposure. Um, yeah. Because we saw it on the downside when we went capitulation candle down, we saw a lot of people just like escape. And so when we see volatility, um, you know, that's the only thing I worry about when it comes to being too exposed to NFTs. And so I've slowly started, you know, taking a little bit of profit when I can. No, Bison, that's a great point, man. And that was a big concern of mine. Uh, I think that concern is more valid when there's potential downside risk than upside risk. Uh, I say that because uh, the price of Solana is so low. So even if the floor pulls back 50% on some of these larger collections and Sol hits a 3x, you're still up. You get what I'm saying? So like even while on the downside, it's a lot worse. Um, I remember when Sol was around $38, I sold a tube for 97. Um, that was around 4K. Tubes, after the FTX debacle happened, tubes hit a 2x and were around 187, 190. And that was still only worth 2K. So that upside volatility, even if the price of soul pulls back on the floor, isn't as bad as like going the opposite way with the downside. Hopefully that all made sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, kind of. Okay, but see, that's you. You made your point beautifully because you sold the tube in USD yeah. terms, perfect. Yeah. And and I just think in in USD terms now I'm starting to yeah. now that I think we've started seeing you know hopefully knock on woods mm -hmm. that we we are at a local bottom. Um, hopefully a Pico bottom, that would be fantastic. In soul terms, I gotta start thinking more in soul. Like I, okay. I'm yeah. thinking of preserving more soul value because I think soul mm. is a mm -hmm. valuable asset. I think we bottom out here. Yeah. So if if you're looking in USD value, that's fine. Yeah. But opportunity cost would be, you know, so you could have just held soul and it mm -hmm. gone up more compared to yeah. buying some of these blue chips. And I think that's no, that's, that's kind of where point, I'm wrestling, man. you know. And and I think that's, that's what I'm kind of wrestling with on. I'm going jumping the gun. I sold I sold my Ute. Um, I actually want to buy a bunch of Clanosaurs, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, Joe, I 100% agree with you. I would be very, I don't want to say very bullish, but like I will breathe a sigh of relief if we close, you know, Bitcoin 17.5, above 17.5. I would be like, okay, yeah. got a little bit of relief. That's, That's nice. That's good. For 18 .5 in the yeah. Now. Yeah, so I mean, see an eighteen-five run, um, and then ETH fifteen hundred is in the bag too right now. And yeah. with Solana, it's so it's so crazy with Solana though, because how the order books are set up right now, and I'm looking at it as we speak. Like, we get to that fourteen to fifteen dollar range, and we start consolidating there. I'm telling you, that deviation at sixteen dollars, if you break that, we're running to twenties. Like eighteen to twenty will be there. Um, and it's going to liquidate and squeeze hard, and it's going to be a wild ride. And this is my question, like with the Solana NFT floor price and soul, right? I, I truly think there's going to be a direct correlation with both of those rising until a pivot point. And what that pivot point will tell us is where we're at in the market. So if you understand, like if, if people start to say, oh, all right, I'm dropping the floor price when Sol's 16, then we understand that euphoria is still there. We got a lot going down. But if, if people let that direct correlation build, floor price rising as Solana price rises to maybe the 20s, then you see the inverse start to kick in. Then we know we're in more of a healthy relationship due to market sentiment. So that's kind of my psyche on the, on the moment too. That's what I'm watching as well. Just kind of get a, a brace of like overall, when should I come back in the market hard with some stables, you know? So that's kind of a, a thing I'm looking at as well. Just yeah. to touch on what we were talking earlier. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of key, key levels. I really like CPI numbers came out today. Um, I expected them to beat them um, or at least meet expectations, which would have been net flat. We beat it by 0.2%. If you guys don't know, consumer price index kind of measures 
how inflation's kind of performing in this market. Um, we beat expectations. That's good. Market churns right along. We've seen a little bit of a rally across crypto, stocks, equities, all that good stuff, all the non-boring stuff. And for me personally, that also means we're probably going into a nice, healthier real estate market again. So um, that's good. Good across all assets. It's a nice way to end the year after a abysmal, you know, like mid-year to um, mid-Q4, right? So this is good. We like seeing it all. Um, let's talk NFTs. Let's talk some fun stuff. So um, I'm so bullish on Clanosaurus now. I don't I don't know what, what flipped on it. Like I, I was cautiously optimistic, um, thought the soul community will fumble the bag. Uh, so far, they haven't. We got an airdrop. This this airdrop has held its value very well. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that concerns me about Clanosaurus is that we have a 10K collection that has, according to Magic Eden, um, 3,700 unique holders. Not the end of the world. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen some of my older videos and stuff, but I usually like seeing a 0.3% um, owners to collection size ratio. Uh, this is this is how, especially when it comes to brand IP community plays, you know, where it is like the more diversity we have, the less concentrated the bags are. And so you can go on Hello Moon uh, .io and start checking, you know, how big some people's bags are. Um, it seems pretty dispersed, but I would like to be closer to that 0.5 mark. Like 5,000 owners would be sick. Um, this is the only thing giving me pause. But other than that, they have nailed it. Guys, they gave us an airdrop like a week after dropping. Um, this thing is going to be used. There's going to be some game theory behind it. Um, you're going to add armors. There's going to be leveling up with this stuff. Um, there's going to be classes. Like there will be so much game theory behind this. And I'm so excited. There's apparently going to be another airdrop here soon. Like you're telling me I'm getting five soul um, back to back hopefully like that's that's incredible some people got the gold one and that thing's going for like 85 soul bro like that's insane so um they've held their floor really well since the airdrop um i i'm bullish like this is the first time i've seen an airdrop done well hold well the floor price is done very well and listings continue to go down dude what is going yeah. on it's insane yeah, um, Clanosaurus has definitely surprised me and in a great manner. I'm like, I was never like bearish on the team per se. It was always bearish on the community. Um, but the way that the Clanosaurus team has went about this was excellent. Uh, I think one of their main reasons of success was their pre-sale uh, pre list. They got some of the most notable people uh, in the ecosystem to buy into their project and be willing to hold it even after uh, Mint. So having a lock period on their pre-sale, I think was a great idea. Not only do they know how to work their sales within the ecosystem, mainly due to the cab animation being such an OG. And I think that leads heavily into him understanding Solana and how this market works. And then going on to the airdrop after that, and he, he understands and the team understands how to, we I hate using weaponized anticipation as a negative thing, but it's definitely a positive thing that the ecosystem loves. And they're doing an amazing job at it, man. I won't be surprised if these things continue to run. You see, they have still captured the attention for the of the entire Solana ecosystem for a while now. But, dude, I'm very, uh, I, I'm loving Clanosaurus, man. Now, honestly, I'm feeling FOMO. I'm like, is it too late for me to pick up a couple of Clanosaurus? I don't know, man. But, yeah, I'm excited to see what this team continues to have coming. Yeah, absolutely, Dora. I'm, I'm seriously, I, I look at these and they, 
I mean, they look great. I I honestly love them so much, but I think what gets me excited is that I know they'll look better, even so, more so and, and more detailed when armor and stuff comes out for it. So I think there's just, there's a lot to look forward to and they're doing a really good job of, of spacing out all the details, but keeping it soon enough that it's still top of mind for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, I want your opinion because we haven't talked to you since Klanosaurus dropped. Um, this is a go-to team. Uh, the more I read into the team and the more I start seeing, like, they're doxxed. I saw I saw uh, Cab Animation. Cab Animation. Do we call him Cab Animation or is it Cab Animation? I don't know. I'm what his name Cab is. Animation, dog. We've okay. been calling the Cab Animation for a while now. <laughs> well, if he wants to correct me on Twitter, he's more than welcome to. But, yeah, I um, – I, 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 I mean, he was walking around at events. Uh, they had a live panel and stuff at, in Art Basel. Uh, Joe, I want your take as a trader because I know you a lot, and I am, I'm in a trader mindset right now while we still have volume and stuff. What's your opinion on all of this? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I, I echo your sentiment as well, Bison. The team's goaded, and obviously a lot of the time what, what gets me a little nervous is with teams that have really you know stacked devs or guys that are great on the art side and things like that is like really the marketing and understanding our echo chamber to do well. Cause regardless of like, like, Oh, I don't care if a bunch of web three weirdos even like me, like I'm just doing it to get out there and get like, no, like regardless, you have to do well in our echo chamber. Cause you'll be flooded to the ground and broken down mm-hmm. in so million pieces. So like, this is step one for you and for them to understand the hype cycle and how to build airdrop wait. Oh yeah. This airdrop might have clay that goes into this airdrop and like, you don't need to say, and then like, they understand how to deal with the fickle, the fecal mind, the fickle mindset that we, that we keep here. So yeah, I'm bullish on that, their marketing standpoint, and I'm bullish on the team itself and they're, and they're different, right? You can't, they're not, nothing like we've seen before on soul and really ETH, I think honestly, and I, I think there's an allure there, right? It's not, it, it's not tired for you to hold it. It's like, Oh, something new. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not a staking mechanism or a merch product or, or anything of, of that, that nature. So I think it's a, it's a breath of fresh air for a lot of us that have been here for a while. Cause we're like, Oh wow, this is really new, you know? So yeah, I'm on, I'm on board. I have full disclosure. I have uh, two Klanos in my wallet. I do have some that are coming from my presale, and I and I bought a couple uh, level one um, clay makers as well because I, I do think there's a big game theory behind those. If they go with burning them, if they go, who knows what they could do with those? But I think there's game theory to be had there. Well, you know, another thing too, Joe, is we seen what happened with Sardinias, and also, yes, full disclosure, I we, I, we had to make sure I, I I'm disclosing things now after. Uh, um, what was it Thursday or Friday? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that debacle. Full disclosure. Um, I do own two uh uh claynosaurs. I do own two clay makers. I am looking to add to my bag. I don't know when I'm gonna sell, probably when they flip okay bears, I'm hoping. Um, because that's that's kind of like I think that's what really shifted my mindset is these are so much better than okay bears. These are so much better. Mm-hmm. And you can't sit there and tell me that the only thing okay bears has um is a war chest. Like to me, that's that's it. Other than that, you if you want to make like a comparison, um, they beat them in team. They beat them in art, in my opinion. Um, I I do like I, okay bears art is clean. I will. I, it's like a 4K version of Board Eight Yacht Club, but I, in my opinion, and they do a really good job with colors. Other than that, what else do they have going for it? You know, they airdropped a founders coin that was supposed to be tied to a you know gold. a value of gold, like. Bro, you have so much money in the bank, and that's all. I, I'm I'm done messing with OK Bears. This is rare fun. Um, Klanosaurus just it makes more sense to me, mm-hmm. and 
until they flip okay bears that's probably when i'm going to hold it too and i'm trying to add more to my bag um i don't know what to look for though and i think i want more details on like what classes and stuff are going to be before i like actually ape in because i i want i ideally want at least two more i'm trying to go for four more though um so we'll see what yeah. happens there um door do you have do you have any clanosaurus before we move on no, I don't have any, but uh, I do have um, – I'm thinking about picking up some, but I'm just, like, not too sure if this is the play for me right now. I didn't get in early enough. I'm like, I everybody's already talking about it. And once again, not bearish on the team, just bearish on the ecosystem where it's just like it's only going to take one announcement or one new shiny thing for liquidity to start rotating. And I don't yeah. want to get caught holding the bag. So I'm like, I'm thinking about going to look back at like secondary projects because I still have a sizable amount of liquid uh, sitting on the sideline. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I can start looking at Critters Cult again because nobody's paying attention to them right now and they're down bad. Uh, so it's just like other things I want to start looking at before I get into playing source. I think, yeah. And I think that's important, Dora, is it, 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 you invest what you're comfortable with. Like like Bison, I'm fully into Klanos. I'm announcements. I got the pings on. I know what's mm -hmm. happening in that ecosystem. So I'm bullish sentiment uh, relative to what I know and feel. Like you haven't had the time, or right? So you, why would you invest in it if you don't really feel? But Critters Call, you have, right? You've been in there. You've talked to people. So that's very important for anybody out there. Like if you hear someone talking like, and you feel in FOMO, you want to go buy like, Take a second and go, wait, does this even fit with my investor's thesis? Does this feel right to me? Are, are the community members like-minded like myself? Are they into the same things? So all that, those nuances are very important. So when Doris says like, oh, that's, it's not like he's throwing shade on, it's just that he, that's his, you know, that's what's good for him at the moment and relative to where he's at in this space. Sorry about that. I just wanted to point that out. No, I mean, no, it's, well I, said, man. Well, yeah, it's well said. I mean, I, I encourage everybody to find their their investment thesis and you know mm -hmm. we just bring it up don't let me hype you up seriously don't let me hype you up because i was i was very anti clanos when i first i started seeing all the hype go around twitter yeah. but it's it's been sustained i do think there's room yeah. going up they've done a really good job rewarding holders which is like the big thing i i was just mm -hmm. i was worried it's going to be bubble goose v2 yep um and i'm not bearish on bubble goose i just know it's going to take a long time and mm -hmm. i am in the mindset of I'm preserving liquidity so I can take mm -hmm. advantage of opportunities so I can stack soul because I know where soul's going. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Bison. And I just want to make it clear for the audience. It's like, we're not fading. Like even when we were talking about Klanosaurus, I don't want to say negative. It was just a lack of trust in the Solana community because we've seen this happen over and over and over again. So, yeah. and this was pre-mint. So there's no way that we could have analyzed that Klanosaurus would have taken off. We just had to analyze based on historical uh, trends that we've seen and i'm glad that clan was able to buck that trend yeah um and and we'll see you know they could fumble the bag at, at some point in the future yeah. just be sure to pay attention to it um another thing that Vajra was actually um mentioned in the chat that i think is worth noting is nitables is coming out which oh, yeah, is yeah, kind of yeah. similar animated um it looks like yarn not clay um or or some sort of um weaving fabric right but uh it also looks very good and it looks in that similar vein now i don't know if they have the same goaded team that that clanosaurus has and i think that would be my my one thing that really edges clanos out compared to any competition that they might face um but it's something to keep an eye on and you know if you want a cheaper artistic kind of project um nittables is coming out like dorian said i think critters colt is definitely overlooked and mm -hmm. still is some of the best pixel art that we have on solana and 
their further in their you know um art map or whatever it was their art mm -hmm. roadmap um you know it's something to keep in mind so make sure you're playing to your strengths find out whatever you can i am going into clanos full disclosure i don't know if i have a price target yet um i'm also marked on hyperspace so if you ever want to know if i am listing my stuff i am tagged you will see bison trades on there um full transparency not trying to dump on you guys you guys usually front run us actually yep. so um all right anything else before we move on to lily i do want to talk about lily legendaries because dude we've we have now had two projects that between clanosaurs which has done six hundred and sixteen thousand solana volume um and then lily which has done 350 you're talking a million solana volume between those two in what a week and a half two weeks yeah um that's that's awesome I love them. Hey, dude, this is the best time to be stacking soul right now. But um, yeah, any closing arguments on, on Clanosaurus before we move into Lily? Nope. Cool. Yeah, you guys covered it amazingly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lily, uh, still holding pretty well, man. I it had a nice little pump. I was able to grab uh, two of them, I think, at seven or so. I still had a bag of three that I got from having Lotus and, you know, I've been flipping them and all that good stuff. Volume slowed down a little bit, but still holding like, dude, I think it's like a 10 K Solana volume per day, um, sort of range. We're at five K now, um, but still good volume. They just released their first legendary. Um, and it sounds like we're going to get planting about halfway through this process. Right. I, I know Joe is also up to date on the Lily announcements. Um, so Joe, I want to kick it over to you. When are we getting planting? Um, what do you know about these upcoming legendaries? I think there's been one teaser based off of Bungil's SoundCloud, of all things, um, on what the next one's going to look like. But I kind of want to get to you because I think you're actually more in the know about what's going on with Lotus and Lily. Oh, yeah, man. I'm definitely in the know. And full disclosure, guys, right? I'm a trader. So I've had a big bag of Lily and Lotus. So obviously, I've sold them because I bought them at seven, sold for seven. And I've made my money and I have a nice solid bag that I'm going for that I'm going to hold and let bloom and plant and do its thing. Right. And I feel comfortable doing that because I've made my profits on it proudly. Anyway, um, let's go down here. So the legendaries, right? So yeah, so legendaries were looking awesome. I mean, we have the bride, the destroyer, the summoner, the timeless, the master, the warrior, the pedal, the scientist and the hollowed. Um, Blooming and planting are going to be separate. Both are advantageous to have lilies and lotuses for them, right? So they're they're both separate things. They're both coming uh, relatively soon after legendaries are done, though, right? So there's still some time there, right? So I I expect you know people that aren't winning legendaries might oh man I didn't win and you know, offload a one to one ratio out of their bag. That's cool to me. Why? Because I'm looking to re-enter again. Because I know once the blooming and planting happens, this UI and UX that Bungel has ready to go. I don't know if you guys saw the roadmap A and went on the website and actually played with the roadmap and the disc that they made and the UI UX experience with the music that they have, their own produced music, like the Spotify, even the track that tells you the tale. Like I'm going to tell you my expectation. I think the next one's going to be the pedal because it was very Wu-Tang inspired, right? It was very like samurai-esque and that type of beat and so i really think it might be the pedal so i don't know it's just like for someone that really loves this space i think it's really cool lilies make me feel good i think he still has he carries that color palette that soothing color palette throughout his ui and ux 
So yeah, boom, uh, blooming and planting, I think will be a catalyst for them. Cause I think we'll find a nice bottom here once legendary start to roll out and we'll find the people that are really excited for this project and more people will load on there and it will be a higher low and Mac and in the year sense and a daily calendar sense, it'll be a higher low for, for both Lotus and Lily. So yeah, I'm excited for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat where they've just been holding a, a pretty good floor after minting. They've been well above mint, you know, in this kind of market been cranking on volume. Lotus has been doing well too. I think people are aware of, of, you know, the one-to-one -one and the benefits that come with it. And, um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think it looks good, man. I'm I am very excited to see the rest of the, you know. I imagine Bungel starts out with probably the most underwhelming one. I think it looks good. I don't know if you guys saw it. I, what is it? Phoenix? Is that what it is, uh, Joe? I don't remember the name of it, but um, it looks it looks good. I just I know Bungel's got something else cooked up as far as these legendaries go. So um, yeah, I think he's rolling it out pretty. You know, he's got a good decent pace of play as far as what he's trying to uh, accomplish over there and, yeah. and see what we can do. And, and he also mentioned real quick, Weissen, that, you know, blooming and planting, those are both things you do and, and you have time to, to make something more beautiful, right? Or, or more picturesque in your mind. So you can kind of read between the lines there. But he said he wanted to get this out as quick as possible because there's a roadmap B, there's a side B, right? He wanted to play it like back old school record, side A and B. So side B is supposed to be coming for the more long-term plan. This is actually a very micro plan for Bungel, the side A. So everything right. on that list was, is supposed to be done like in a couple months span, you know, pushed out very quickly to make people happy, to get infrastructure in play for that side B. So I, I, I truly think this is a good project. You can feel comfortable if it does come down another 20% going, oh, nice. And you see it sitting there for a few days. That's a good entry, right? That's an advantageous entry for a for a project that has many catalysts coming up, right? And of course, we've seen the blow off top and the residual effect from that is back coming Christ discovery and free market value now. And I think that's only going to happen here even cleaner and more easily seen with these legendaries and these bloomings coming. So, yeah, that's my yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be more of a medium term kind of vision on this you know where we're actually going to start to see the the vision form for this because right now we're just rolling out legendaries and it's you know good pace of play i like it um door do you hold any lily or lotus no dude i have not held i've really not been paying much attention to the market because i was solely focused on picking up my smb dog <laughs> now it that i did now that I'm done with that, I'm start focusing on other things. But I've just been like liquidate, stack liquidity for my SMB. <laughs> I mean that's that's fair. It's a clean looking monkey, and you got oh, it thanks, done, man. bro. That's setting plans and manifesting right there. That's a, that's thanks, a, that's man. A valid success story, brother. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was yeah. like coming into this space is like because I came in post SMB mint and I just saw those things rip, man. But like the longer I'm in the space, the more you, especially if you want to grow your brand and grow the team that you work with, you need to network with other people. And like having a monkey is the best, one of the best way to do that. I had to liquidate a couple things. Uh, I sold my four by four to I sold my four by four, my oil, and my Tayo to rotate the monkey. So. All in profit, all profits, all solid profits you probably yep. gained there and just flipped them right in. So that's beautiful. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a good rotation. And uh, mm -hmm. like you said, I mean, SMB is going to be, I, I do think it's going to be a timeless piece yep. um, in the generative side of, of Solana. So uh, ain't nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Question for you. Do you still hold any four by four supply chain box? Yes, I, I hold one four by four. I'm not planning on selling that at, at all. You have to 
price because I picked up three. I sold one at 40, one at 90, and I still have one more that I'm playing on Mint Iron Paul with. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Glad I'm I'm glad to hear it. Yo, Joe, Thanks, you weren't man. here when I mean you've seen four by four ripping, right? Oh, dude, I you know what's funny? Because I still use Magic Eden just to look at my profile, like just uh, just to look at what's NFTs are in my wallet. Like it, I don't know why it's his link. You know, it's right on my browser, on my phone. It's there. It's Next favorite. Time I see you, Joe. I know, I, bro. I, listen, smack you across the face. Listen, I know, bro. I deserve it. And uh, and I totally forgot about it, bro. I'm pricing in my total value, my swing trades, and my profit and value. And I'm like, then I actually go to hyperspace. And I'm like, whoa, where's the, what, what's the, and I go down, I'm like, oh, these really took off because I still have three of them. Um, yeah. And honestly, I'm just going to, I am, I bought my ETH for the mint. I priced 0.5 ETH per IPG. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grabbed like two ETH almost fully and I'm sticking, dude, I really think, man, they might be my first ETH like bag and I can start trading yeah. Ethereum NFTs. That's what I'm hoping, mm-hmm. like a free entry, like you invest mm-hmm. to Ethereum for like, you're all right, now you get to play in the ETH field too. Like that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah I think these are going to cook on ETH. I'm all of us think they're going to cook on ETH, so you're good. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, since you have both the mech and the drive, and then you could just, like, all right, I sell a mech here, I can sell a driver here. This one's rare, I'll keep this one, I'll sell this mech. And, like, I'm hopefully mm-hmm. I can game theory myself to get a nice fat bag of ETH and really go into the market, get you get myself a you know, uh, some ETH NFTs I really want and have been looking at since I started in this space. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to get some more valid ETH exposure. I mean, all my bags went to absolute zero over on ETH Dang. because I bought dog water. So, you know, I deserve it. But, um, yep. you know, you, you learn hard lessons over in ETH. It's a weird market compared to Solana. Solana is just way easier to read, in my opinion. Yeah, um, dude. And, and ETH is just, it's, it's funny. Um, but there's a lot more liquidity. So things go burr when they actually want to go up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. But going back to the topic of mints, we've had two recently that kind of flopped after having all of these quality mints, in my opinion. Um, we got two just kind of bums. Uh, one, I think, is actually a flop, and that's DGen News. And I, I look, that's not even a, um, a thing against DGen News, the account. Because, you know, like, dude is hustling. I think it's just one person running that account and, like, is always there. Um, But I don't see the the need for a mint. I know he wants to fundraise to Mm -hmm. start something bigger. So, you know, I want to hold my complete judgment on that. But it just, like, bro, of all the times you want to mint right now, like, you had yeah. all this time. You've been around for a while. Why didn't you just get something? Literally, it's just a little floating token. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had minted back in OK Bears, like you probably could have got your money, and then you could have been building this entire time. But um, yeah, that's that's one. And then two, the one that I think the verdict is out on for me. Um, I, I'm not touching it. Don't plan on touching it. But um, you know, if it gets low enough, I think FUD is always fun to deal with. And I like the team behind it is Toys R Us um, just because anybody's is behind it. Anybody, if it wasn't anybody's behind it, I would probably throw it in the trash. Would not even look at it. Walk away. It's a bankrupt corporation. We already talked about this door, but um, Joe, I want to get your thoughts and then we'll go to door. Um, What do you think about these two flops? What went wrong? Do you think they're going to be viable in the future? Is there a certain price point that you'd be interested in possibly looking their way? Um, for, for DGen, good question, Bison. Thank you. And, uh, for DGen, 
Um, yeah, for them, I, I, I truly think that like if your product is is easily uh, replicated, um, then it's very hard for you to keep market share. And for them to like want money to create like an aggregated, I just think like they're better off saying, all right, if, if we're this good, find a way to token gate their, their Twitter or token gate a Discord that pushes alerts, like use something that like Cyber Samurai is built, like DB alerts or something like that, where you're pushing it straight to their phone or find a way to token gate yourself. And, and you can do that cheaply with a fiber day. Like you can still that do that cheaply and get yourself in the system. Like there's other ways to go about it. Asking for 250 K off the pop isn't the way to do it when you're aggregating tweets, right? Manually. So I just think that was like, I just think they went about it wrong um, for, for, for them. And now for Toys R Us, man, it's, it's hard, right? I think they just came in and antibodies is a great team. And I think Toys R Us basically was like, here's our IP, do what you can with it. And just kind of like, didn't really ba- like give them a lot of help. And antibodies was kind of like grabbing at straws. Like, listen, this is all on us. Like, trust us. Like, we don't really have a lot to work with, but we will bust our, you know, our butts to do it. So it's like, you know, you can, you can bet on antibodies, but you're not really betting on Toys R Us, right? When you're buying it. So it's kind of a different paradigm i guess you would look at right like you know they have the ip towards R us is rebuilding and you you understand that magnitude but it's also about that web 2 seamless coming in if you if you are betting on towards R us right that's the pivot point and if not then you're betting on a web 3 business that's done well to to pump your bags so like that's yeah. basically the play there with that so those are that's my two cents on the boat i would agree with those points those are good takes dorian What's your thoughts yeah. on both of these projects? I know, uh, I know you've been focused, laser focused on that SMB, bro. But you had to have like even yeah. just like peered their way or something. Yes, I, I peered their way. Um, DJ News, it's just one guy on my timeline. I apologize that I forgot your name, dude. He's like out there hustling for DJ News, always tagging him in things. So like with DJ News, it's like I don't see why they needed a mint because for me, I never looked at them as like a good source of information. They just I looked at them as a meme account in the sense of. They go into every space and intentionally take people out of context, which I find funny. But it's like I didn't look at DJ News as like, oh, man, they're up to date on all the good information. No, they intentionally like tag people and took it out of context for like engagement. So I always thought they were funny. So I would never purchase their stuff. No offense to you guys, but it's just like I don't see why you need it unless you wanted to like become a more serious thing. But then it's like. Why would I go to you than these other established people? Um, on the Toys R Us end, I, I pretty much uh, agree with all of Joe's sentiment on that. On the Toys R Us side, Joe uh, Bison, you hit it home. It's like you're a bankrupt company. It's like you're just trying to gain some extra liquidity here in Web3 real quick so you can do whatever. So it's like I feel bad for the anybody's team, especially seeing that they put their name behind it. But, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like we're at that point in the the, the mint cycle where it's like, Things aren't minting out again. We talked about this a couple weeks or months ago where we saw, like, I think Lily kind of kicked it off or maybe it was Utes and we started seeing things mint out again. It's like, eventually this will is going to stop and something's not going to mint out. And it seems like that's happening again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I mean, really, until pilots, I don't know of anything that yep. comes off the top of my head. Um, I'm not sure what the status is on Nomads. I know they, they um, postponed, but, like, I, I don't bet against TH. TH is a great Google um, over there, and I, I think he knows what he's doing, and postponing was a very smart move. But I think you're right, Dor. I mean, it's just I, I think we need a little bit of time to digest the people that are still around and um, still participating in the market. I think they just need a little bit of time to digest what's been given to them. Mm-hmm. And 
I did see a, a thread from one of the guys from the anybody's team saying like, hey, this is what we were given with the Toys R Us team. They couldn't change the color. They had to make sure it was still in the same vein as like the old 90s, 80s, like Toys R Us um, logo of, of Jeffrey, um, which you're not giving many artistic flexibility. Like that's not what what hits here. And I think I think that's where it just absolutely flopped um, yep. on release is that it's these Web2 companies coming in thinking they're like, bro, you are bankrupt. Web2, you are not Web3 native. These guys are successful. Anybody's has done pretty well, I'd say, in the uh, in recent mm -hmm. memory, and um, they're they're good at what they do. They know the Web three space. You can't just come in here, make an account um, like a month, month and a half ago, maybe make a couple tweets, and think you're just going to min out and and get what seventy thousand soul. Um, so so no, that's not how this works. And I, I hope this is a learning point for a lot of different brands and like we start to see more of like a anybody's become a consulting firm for a lot of people to, to actually navigate this space. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I am bullish on the anybody's team. So if this does get low enough, um, I would be interested I, solely because I, I believe in them, not Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Yeah. It, no, <laughs> you can toss it out the window. I don't care about Toys R Us. So um, yeah, I think that about does it for, for new mints. Guys, let's wrap it up with five minutes of, of Alpha Corner. Let's talk about what you guys are looking at. Um, I want to kick it over to Dorian first, then Joe, and I will wrap us up. Yeah, uh, as far as I'm looking at, I mean, I shield Cyber Samurai enough, so that's uh, going to be <laughs> the main thing that I would ever talk about. But uh, other than that, like I said, just been preoccupied, finally picking up my SMB. Now that I got that, I'm looking for lower, uh, lower cap projects such as like uh, – like I said, with Critics Called and uh, trying to just get my feet back in the market, even Lotus Gang right now sitting at eight soul. That's kind of like a steal for me. So I'm uh, trying to pick up like five to ten of a project that I think can 2x here in the near future or the next couple weeks or months. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know right now. <laughs> so I'm just going to get my feet wet again and really do some digging out there and see what's uh, what I think can pump soon. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would I would wholeheartedly agree with that. And that is OK. Um I think you can definitely rest and recuperate. You got your monkey. Yeah. Um, go get that sweet, sweet alpha from, from monkey Dow yes. and, and let us know what that looks like. Um, yeah, don't maybe just... one day, I know Joe is, was looking to join at some point I will too. I just, you know, I want to trade into it um, comfortably and still have plenty yep. left over. I don't want to feel like I have to liquidate mm -hmm. a bunch of my holdings, but um, yeah, mon monkeys are just, yeah. they're, they're going to be timeless. Dude, yeah, no, nah, man. It's just like I told you. It's like you don't think like liquidating things is that difficult, but man, you start getting the higher tier stuff where it's like 150 soul and like 90 soul. It's like those things don't sell overnight. It's like you gotta have to have it listed for several days, then people undercut you, so you got to wait longer. So it's like for two weeks, I'm just like buy my bags. <laughs> right, right. But uh, uh, oh, <laughs> a good play though, I think is potentially scrap. That's some alpha for you. Um, with the pilot mint coming up, scrap's still gonna be in the mint. Uh, and yeah, I think it'll pump closer to mint time. So like even during my last tile unlock, I held my scrap just because I plan on selling into the, uh, pilot mint. Yeah. I, I think that's a very valid and fair take. Um, I'm trying to see what scrap price is at the time of recording guys. Uh, scrap is 0.41 cents or 41 cents. Um, 
So, you know, keep that in mind. This has actually been a pretty solid level for us for a while. Um, anywhere from that 0.3 to 0.4 uh, range. So, you know, keep an eye out for it. It did have a flash crash on unlock um, recently and uh, then pump back up. So, you know, you play those epochs, talk to a Tayo. They'll let you know exactly what days those unlock. Joe, want to talk to you, my man. I have not talked to you a little bit for your plays and your alpha. I want to know what you're trading right now, what you're looking at, um, anything catching your eye. Yeah, man. What uh, what Dorian said was awesome, though. Yeah, it, it, it's not easy liquidating, man. It really isn't. It's not easy, and it's a it's a mental game you play with yourself to watch things get undercut, and then like, yeah. So, GGS, I'm glad you got it done, brother. Thanks, fam. Yeah. So, me, my personal self, like, I, I do think that uh, first and foremost, most I'm, I'm biased, but D guys and youths, I think we're gonna find a healthy bottom here, probably around three twenty five to three thirty for D guys, probably one twenty for youths. Um, I'm on Frank's personal Twitter. I don't know if anybody, if you guys got into it or not, but he's basically going to bring the, the rewards on chain. I mean, rewards to the forefront, right? So right now it's tucked behind. It's set for Christmas day. He told me the UI is going to be spectacular. They're going to bring it to the forefront. I think that reward dropping and, and people it's big, right? It's, if it's a really cool reward system and you can get in there and really cool things and like, it's a new experience, it could do explosiveness or you have the vice versa right so that's one play i'm looking for to take profits on right i need to get some of my utes off the table because i have a lot so i'm hoping that goes well right and i'll always keep a bag um other than that man unless i mean i i, I see cody's in the chat so i i mean i do have a couple bet threes i tweeted about it around like a soul and a half 1.7 i think that hit already i think went up to 2.1 right off my bat but yeah he has you know soul dropping two times a month that's really dope coming up as well ovial owls man i think people are sleeping on elixir really sleeping hard on elixir man um you just got to understand that they're builders man and, and they're not just set to solana right so you got to realize that they got cross-chain devs on that bad boy that are working on both rust and whatever the hell they build with on eth i don't know move what is it called yeah, um, yeah, unity. Solidity. Wait, is is this solidity or unity? I always get them mixed up over on ETH. I don't oh, know. Yeah, it might be something like that. But yeah, man, other than that, just yeah, Lily Lotus, like little plays like that, you know, net runner for the tax play. There's just little plays like that. Nothing big at the moment. Dude. Trying to get SMB as well, honestly, right now. <laughs> yeah, net netrunner is such a uh, a play. I think a lot of people are gonna be underestimating netrunner. Um Do you guys have I, one? Yeah, I got one. When when you called it out, I was like, look, yeah, Matt. I, do you know yeah, how much have you, seen, like, have you used the tax data? Tax? Um, no, I just saw the announcement that it oh, was. Dude, it's open. Go check it out. I'll tell you right I, now what you're, what you're, what you owe or what you don't owe. It'll tell you. Uh, get out of here, dog. I need to head on over there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably owe nothing because your boy's down bad. Yeah, I was about to say how much the government owes me, bro. Like I'm it's, yeah, exactly. Which is um, nice because it does token transfers too. Because so if you swap, if you bought soul. And then like swapped it back to you at like it kept it in there like what the price so if you lost money on soul swapping as well that'll like dude I had I don't even want to tell you guys how much I had and so I'm like wait how much did I lose how did I how did I lose this much and I went back and it showed me exactly I was like oh from all my soul like soul swapping or from eighty down to thirty you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so it's just yeah. it's cool to see 
Dude, like yeah. right now, I think this bear market has provided the best opportunity for tax harvesting. It's like at no other point could you have increased in soul value, but lost in dollar value, dude. That's like the perfect tax harvesting scheme right there, dude. Oh, it's dude, amazing. I, so I'll tell you one right now. I, I bought I, my tile. I was down like three grand though, but up 70 soul, like 40 to 70 soul. So I sold it. What did I do? I bought back into tile like right back into it, right? It's like the same cost base. I just get to literally my full 3,500. You get to deduct from it. I got it right there. Cool. Thank you. And I still got my tie. So like, guys, there's no, that's still cool here, right? We don't have regular, we don't have anything telling us not to do that yet. They don't even know what two wallets means. Like, yes. uh, you know, like yes, that, exactly. no tax regulator knows what that means. So this is literally us like speculating the matrix. If yeah. Per se. That's current tax code right now. Um, yeah. you can you can do that. I found that out. So um, like you can tax loss harvest. That is okay, guys. But um, mm -hmm. everything else is not financial advice in this podcast. Please don't listen to us. We're the three bozos trading JPEGs. That's true. We actually. happen to be good at it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I, I really like the net runners call. Um, I got in at two point one, so they're at they're at five now. Um, I do think they're dude. How much do you pay? Like, how much does the average American pay for TurboTax? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, this is this is something that's recurring. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have a portfolio tracker. And yeah. um, for me, it just it's one of those things. You just buy one. I don't need more than that. I really should have bought oh, two no. because that was. No, you don't. Yeah, but you don't need more than it's just one of those things. Like a tool, it's a utility tool. I just stuck it in my wallet and I'm good to go. Like exactly. Um, um, but the cyber syndicate, they're, they're dropping the trading profile probably. Um, soon and that will be a whole immersive experience for trading so like listing selling buy everything in one infrastructure and that all comes with one easy pay of a cyber syndicate which is like under one soul um so once they put this out for paid and that's will be the revenue stream will be literally this will be a paid service but i think the beta itself will show once it's done proved you know enough to where this is sitting at a 25 soul floor like once it's all said and done but we'll see after this tax season we'll see if they get it done yeah, I'm um I I I love anything that makes my life simpler and tells me if I if like does the tax loss harvesting for me so I don't have to go back through and literally manually enter in all of my trades or hand it to my accountant or whatever. You know, like I anything that makes my life easier, bullish on. Yeah. So um yeah. I would agree with that play. Um what are things I've looked at? I, I will give um Liberty Square has been doing some numbers oh, yeah. lately. I don't, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really know if I would want to buy it right now. I'm just giving you guys a heads up that it yeah, has run. So anybody who, who did buy, congratulations. We, I think we said something around like eight soul or something like that. It looked like it was forming a bottom. It ran to seventeen. I, from that, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, wait, when did it run to seventeen? Yeah, it touched seventeen and came back down to thirteen. It? Yeah, it came. It touched what? seventeen. Wow. Yeah. I out. missed that. Well, I, well, GGs. I, I should have listed yeah. mine for 16 and, and got a nice 2x. Um, that's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. So Liberty Square, um, you know, hopefully finds a bottom here soon. Dude, the Liberty Square team is just, it's cracked. You know, you you look at the teams that are just building during a bear. Not hard right now. Um, I, I'm still trading Lily, although I'm still waiting for just that. I, I think it's going to be a while till we actually see that, like, nice, juicy move up. Um, so I don't think you have to rush into Lily right now. Yep. I all of my eyes are on Clanosaurs. Um, this claymaker went 
fur. Like it keeps going back and forth. You can make 20% scalps on it um, within like an hour sometimes. So, you know, that's trading pretty well considering the market we're in. Um, Clannosaurs, dude, it just looks, it gives me, it gives me vibes that it just wants to run to 60 plus. I, sorry, I should not call price targets anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, it just gives me vibes and it wants to run. And I do hold two of these. I do have two clay makers. Um, you know, I'm not trying to dump on you bozos, but, um, what else am I looking at? I already called camps. Um, everything else, dude, I'm just trying to stack soul right now because if we yeah. did find the bottom, um, and we, and we do shoot up, I, I think we will see some people trying to like skirt out of their blue chips and stuff like that in order to get into soul and get soul exposure because we know way too many people are overexposed to JPEGs. So, um, for me, it is right now while I still am in profit, um, I can take those profits and wait for floors to start slowing down. Utes has pulled back a little bit. Um, I did sell mine at 150. I am, well, hopefully looked at, look, I've been trading Utes like it's nobody's business. Um, hopefully it goes back down to 110. I hope so. Just in time for Christmas and I'll pick it back up then. So um, we'll, we'll figure out what goes there. But yeah, I'll, I will continue trading where I have an edge. And um, mm -hmm. for me right now, it feels like Clanosaurs. Utes has the volume, which I'm a volume trader. I love the volume. Um, and I love the ovals call right there. Um, Joe, I do. Uh, Manny, Manny, Manny was in my DMs like, you, why aren't we buying these right now? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just going to ape all of them. And um, I only bought one. This dude bought like five of them and then went up to 15, um, 16. So good for Manny. Um, buy a Cyber Manny Samurai. Manny the Beast. Buy, buy a Cyber Samurai. That's my alpha. Um, mm -hmm. What did I say today? Uh, eat sush. It's every active trader should own one samurai, homie. Um, so, <laughs> like, just buy buy a Sam. Um, come join us. That's where all our alpha is. And I think that does it for today's show, guys. Any closing remarks? Um, anything we need to be aware of before we sign off here? Uh, no, appreciate everybody uh, coming out and watching us today. Cody, appreciate you coming in if, if you're still around. So thanks for swinging by. Joe, happy you're back on the show regularly, dog. We missed you. Don't and worry, Bison, bro. thank you for co-hosting, dog. You're, I mean, you're, you're amazing at what you do. Thanks, bro. Thank you, brother. I appreciate those kind of words. I miss you guys wholeheartedly. And yeah, man, big ups to everybody that came out today. Much love. And I'm excited to be back here. And yeah, man, let's track. Let's keep tracking the market. Excited to come back Thursday and uh, back test some of these, some of the stuff we talked about today. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, it's always a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching another episode of Rare Fud Radio. Friendly reminder: go ahead and hit that subscribe button down on YouTube. If you guys are listening on podcast, make sure to check out our streams. If you guys are watching the streams and you miss an episode, we're on podcast. Makes it very convenient for those that have a commute to work or like working out and listening to podcasts like a psychopath and not music, but whatever, I'm not judging you. Please listen to our podcast. Um, and yeah, I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. And we'll see you on the next episode of Rare Flood Radio. Peace, everybody.